At Online MedEd, we walk you through every topic in detail, so you're ready for the boards and the wards. Skin cancer is the most common cancer in the United States. In this lecture, we're going to cover the three major skin cancers, basal cell, squamous cell, and melanoma. First, I want you to identify who's at risk for developing cancer and then be able to spot the different cancers and know the nuances of each one. Realizing that the earlier you detect the cancer, the better they will do. And so promotion of self-screening and assessment by a dermatologist of strange-looking lesions or ones that change can save a life. Let's start off by identifying who's at risk. What's the substrate for someone who develops skin cancer? Well, it's all about the sun, right? And sun burns. The more sun exposure you get, the higher the risk of cancer. So there's going to be sun jobs. There's going to be sun areas or locations. And then there's going to be sun people. So sun jobs that put them at risk are going to be things like being in the Navy and on ships or outdoor labor. Farmer. Construction. And landscaping. Anything that puts the patient outside and exposed to the sun for long periods of time is going to increase the risk that they get burned. Sun areas are going to be the areas on the body that get exposed the most. So these are going to be the face and hands. But then also those areas that the people who are working outside get exposed, and those are going to be the back and shoulders. The sun hits your shoulders from all angles, front or back. And that's where a lot of sunburns occur because those are the areas that are exposed the most. And then there's sun people, and these are going to be the people who have had burns or burn easily. So if the ones who burn easily are fair-skinned and fair-haired. And those who have burned badly previously are at increased risk. And so since it's about sun exposure, if you want to avoid getting skin cancer, you need to avoid the sun. So the way you do that is by using wide brim hats, sunscreen, and avoidance of the sun. All right, this is skin cancer in general. Now let's talk about each individual one. We're going to start off with the one that's the least bad and work our way up. And that is basal cell carcinoma. As the name implies, it is a Cancer of the basal layer. It will not metastasize, but it will locally invade. And the invasion can be pretty extreme. What it looks like is going to be described as a pearly lesion, and it's going to be on the sun-exposed areas. But it might also be described not as an ulcer, but as a lesion that fails to heal and bleeds easily. When you make the diagnosis of a skin cancer, there's a couple of options. And generally what you're trying to do is spare the patient cosmetic deformity while getting an accurate diagnosis. 
So what I want you to see is that this is going to be far more complicated than I'm going to tell you, but this is what you should walk away with unless you're going to be a dermatologist. For basal cell, you want a excisional biopsy. Excisional biopsies are ideal when the lesions are small and on a limb, that is not on the face. You can do an incisional biopsy, where you leave the cancer there, but just get a piece of it, especially if it's a large lesion that would require a big procedure to take out, or if it's on the face, while you make sure. A punch will be on the test. It is the wrong answer for basal cell and squamous cell. The treatment of basal cell, because it does not metastasize, only locally invades, is to get it out. But again, you want to spare the patient's deformity, but be sure you've gotten the cancer. So if it's on the face, this is where you want to use Mohs surgery. If it's on a limb and it's mild, that excisional biopsy is enough. Wide excision give yourself some margins. But if it's on a limb and it's being really aggressive, this is where you may actually need to amputate the limb. Essentially, basal cell cancer, you just cut it out. Which way you cut it out is going to depend on how big it is and how aggressive it's acting. I spent a lot of time on that because squamous cell carcinoma has a lot of carryover. Squamous cell carcinoma, malignancy of keratinocytes. This can metastasize, but usually does not but it does definitely locally invade. The lesion is going to be described in one of two ways. You're going to either have a very well-defined red papule, or it is going to be in the way of the marjolan ulcer, an ulcer that heals and breaks down over and over and over again. But then we also try to sneak something in there, and that is if you're in a cancer question and you see the picture of someone's lip, if there is a lower lip hyperpigmentation, they want you to go after squamous cell carcinoma. But it's important to know that unlike the squamous cell carcinoma of the lung that has perineoplastic syndromes, the skin version of squamous cell carcinoma will not have a perineoplastic syndrome. The diagnosis and the treatment are essentially the same as basal cell carcinoma. Again, the idea being you want to make sure you get the cancer out, confirm the diagnosis, but spare the patient cosmetic deformity if possible. Lastly, we talk about melanoma. The problem with melanoma is that we don't have any treatment for it. We know that chemo doesn't work. Radiation doesn't work. It just happens to have a waxing and waning course. Once someone has metastatic disease, the only thing you can do is debulk. Palliation that makes symptoms better. So it becomes really important to diagnose melanoma early, to have a high level of suspicion based on the risk factors, and then to identify the lesions that need to be biopsied. If you catch it early, you can cure them. Catch it late, you can't do anything for them. So as the name implies, pathology is based on the cancer of melanocytes.
this definitely metastasizes and can locally invade. The problem is that melanoma can grow down, so the tiny little lesion on the, on the surface of the skin may reveal something more sinister underneath. You do not have to know the subtypes for step two. Just recognize that there's a bunch of different ways of referring to melanoma other than melanoma. You're going to see melanoma in one of two ways. It is either going to be a jet black lesion without any hair. You can see a mole. If it has hair in the mole, then you do not need to biopsy it. Jet black lesion without any hair, that's going to be a melanoma or any skin lesion that meets A, B, C, D, E. That is asymmetric, irregular borders, different colors or colors that are changing, a diameter of greater than five millimeters, or any of these things that are changing over time, which is why self-screening and monitoring is so important. The diagnosis of melanoma you want to make sure that you get both the diagnosis and the depth. So there's going to be really two options for you. The first is a punch. A punch biopsy gets good tissue right next to the bad tissue, and you can see how deep the bad tissue goes. You use this on large lesions and those of low suspicion. Those large lesions would be difficult to remove using an excisional biopsy, so a punch becomes okay. An excisional biopsy is preferred and is done when the lesions are small or when there is a high index of suspicion. The treatment of melanoma is more complicated than this, but you'll see it come up on rounds. The Breslow's depth helps determine what you do. The actual treatment for melanoma is based on the TNM staging, which you do not need to know for this test. But the treatment basically is based on how deep the tumor went. The deeper it goes, 1 to 2, 2 to 4, greater than 4, will determine what you do and what type of margins you need. If it's less than 0.5 millimeters deep, that it's excision biopsy, the wider section you did, is good enough. You need margins of 0.5 centimeters. At 1 to 2 millimeters or 2 to 4 millimeters, you are going to provide the excision. You're going to remove it, but you're also going to do a sentinel lymph node dissection if the tracer is positive. The only difference between 1 to 2 and 2 to 4 is what type of margins you need, and that's going to be 1 centimeter for 1 to 2 millimeters and 2 centimeters for 2 to 4 millimeters. The reason why is it's already burrowed down. You want to make sure that you've got it all. After greater than 4 millimeters, this is effectively metastatic disease, so the only thing you can do is chemo and radiation. And there's no point in excising it because it's already metastasized. Chemo and radiation probably aren't going to work, so really the therapy comes down to debulking for palliative care. All right, people who are going to get skin cancer have been those who have been ex exposed to the sun by their job or by their lifestyle. Look for the areas that are going to be affected and the people who are at risk. Make sure that people are self-screening themselves and using sun avoidance maneuvers like wide brim hats, long sleeve shirts, and sunscreen.
and be able to identify basal cell, squamous cell, and melanoma. Basal cell is the pearly lesion, excisional biopsy, you may need to amputate. Squamous cell is going to be well-defined red papule or a non-healing ulcer, same diagnostic and treatment tools as basal cell, except that because it can metastasize, you also use radiation. And melanoma is going to be A, B, C, D, E. If any one of those is positive, take a biopsy, either a punch or an excisional, and treat based on Breslow's depth. That is skin cancer.